picked up the phone and, and she called me about a month ago. And, she, and I thought I had seen her on my Facebook group or my Facebook. Yeah. My group actually, which is for parents, but somehow she slipped in because I thought she was a parent and she was winning all these scholarships and she was going on and on about how much, you know, she loved my strategies and this and that. And then she wanted to talk to me. So I'm like, sure. So we talked on the phone and I said, Cheyenne, how old are you? She's like, well, I'm 19. I'm in college. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. And she's on her own. She has her own apartment. She's using my strategies and that's how she's paying for college. Welcome to the Raising Confident Teens podcast, where we share life and leadership skills with teens and their parents. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Rachel. And today on the podcast, we have Monica Matthews. Monica is the author of How to Win College Scholarships. She helped her own sons win over $100,000 in college scholarships and now shares her expertise with other parents and their students. She truly has been there and done that in regards to helping families navigate the scholarship process. Her methods of helping students find college scholarships, write compelling essays, and create unique application packets have taught desperate parents to help their own students win thousands of scholarship dollars. Her scholarship tips have been featured in several publications, including U.S. News and World Report, The Huffington Post, and The Penny Hoarder. Monica has been dubbed the scholarship mom and go-to expert on college scholarships. Welcome to the podcast, Monica. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Could you share a little bit with us about your story and how you got started helping people win scholarships? Sure. So actually, I am an elementary school teacher, but I decided to stay home to raise my three boys. I'm mom of three. And my oldest son, like, let's go back in time. So this would be 2008. My oldest son was a senior right before his senior year of high school because he graduated in 2009. And he started researching colleges and was all excited and told me, hey, mom, I want to go to MIT in Boston. And, and then he told me how much it cost, $60,000 a year. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, my husband and I were living paycheck to paycheck. I was trying to stay home. And we just had not have, we didn't have any extra money put away for our kids' college education. So I thought, well, you know, he's pretty smart. He can win scholarships. So I told him to apply for scholarships. So he applied for a few very, very early deadline scholarships and he did not win them. And so I started thinking, wait a minute, there's got to be a way I can do some research and figure out what do judges look for? You know, what's a really good scholarship essay look for? And what is it? How do they write a good one? What can I do to help him? So long story short, we kind of developed this system where we partnered together. I would find the scholarships. He would write the essays. I learned what a really good scholarship essay was, and I taught him how to write one. That sort of thing was a partnering back and forth. So then jump ahead to 09 in June when he was graduating from high school, he had won so many scholarships that we knew we wouldn't have to pay for college. And my friend said to me, you need to write this down because we need your information. We don't know what we're doing with scholarships. So that's how it all got started. And after he graduated from high school, went off to college, I did that. I wrote down everything that I learned in a step-by-step method. And I published it in an ebook. And some people they say, why is it an ebook? Why is it not a published physical book? And you know, the great answer to that to that is I've updated it four times now. And to update a physical book would be expensive, would be just more than I, I mean, this blows my mind because I'm not a marketer. I'm I'm just a stay-at-home mom teacher. So, anyways, with an ebook, I can self-publish um, quickly and it's very, very updated. 
my youngest son, there was kind of a big gap between my last two kids. He graduated from high school in 19. So just a few years ago. And so we went through the process for the third time because there was a middle one in there too that I also did. And so much had changed between 09 and 19 that it was the perfect time to update. I did a really big update in 2020. So everything's new and up to date. So anyways, that's how I got started. And then it just kind of snowballed. I've helped so many people and families win scholarships. And now this is what I do. So my question is, did he go to MIT? He did not. That, that's a funny, that's a great question. No, he decided not to go to MIT. He actually, we put him on a plane, not to MIT, but to another school out of state, took a plane ride. He realized what a pain that was and the travel and the time and whatever. He ended up at the University of Michigan, my oldest son. And then my youngest son is also at the University of Michigan. So I've had two there. One, uh, my oldest son graduated in, let's see, he graduated in 19. And then my youngest son graduated from high school in 19 and is a sophomore there right now. So that's amazing to me that you guys really didn't start until he was a senior, your oldest, until he was a senior in high school. Right, right. And you know, and, and that really gives a lot of people hope because I know a lot of people panic. They're just like, oh my gosh, my, my son or daughter is a senior and we haven't done anything. What can we do? And we came up with things, you know, he didn't have a ton of community service. He had a lot, but so we came up with a project. We He created his own project, which was very impressive. So there's so many things that families can do. If you are a senior, have a senior right now, and you feel like you're kind of behind the times, it's not too late to win scholarships. What's a good age to start applying? If you if you have a lot of time and your, your kid is not yet a senior, what's a good age to start doing that? Right. Well, I always say start right now, right where you are. Even if you have a middle school student, start right now. There's so many things that you can do. With, I call it scholarship prep to help your kids get into a better position when they're ready to heavily apply for scholarships, which is really senior year of high school, some junior um, and some in college, but senior year of high school is really the biggest time for kids to apply for scholarships. So start right where you are. I mean, if I tell people only start when you're a senior, well, then if their kids are in college, they're going to think, oh, forget it. You know, my college student, he's a sophomore. He won a $10,000 scholarship a few months ago, and he's a sophomore. And it's a four-year scholarship. And so because he's already in his second year, they told him he could use it for a fifth year if he needed to. So start where you are, no matter how old your kids are. That's my answer to when should we start. Right. That's awesome. And, and he could use, can use that for his master's? I, I just know they said he can use it for four years. So uh, I'm not sure. And I don't know if he'll go the master's route. He's a computer uh, science engineering major. So good question. I would think they would let him use it, but I'm not sure. Right. Awesome. How can we find good scholarships? It seems like there are a lot of scams out there that don't require much, but are just collecting your email address. Right. Well, you know, the first thing that you need to do, I tell all the students this and, and parents, you need to you need to create a very clean email that you're going to use just for scholarships. And by clean, I mean your first name and your last name at gmail.com or whatever server you're using, whatever service. And if your name is taken, put a number or a dash or something, your middle initial to make it yours and make it clean and use that only for scholarships because yes, you are going to get a lot of spam or junk or just repeat emails from these scholarship databases that you're just not interested in and just get used to the delete button. You know, it's interesting though, my middle son actually won a scholarship from scholarship points, which is one of those where you do surveys and you get points. 
he never did any surveys. We would just go in and grab the free points they get every week. And then um, every day they got free points for logging in and he won a thousand dollars. So, you know, yeah, there's surveys, but or sweepstakes contests, almost like, you know, playing the lottery. But if you have a dedicated email and you can just delete what you don't want and you never give away personal information, like your social security number, of course, or bank information, that sort of thing. Of course, yeah, they're going to get, you're probably going to get your phone number. Um, and don't give your kids no phone numbers away. I always just use mine. You know, they're probably, they're going to get your address and you might get some mail, but that it's not harmful. It doesn't hurt you. Somebody has to win. But like I tell the kids too, don't, apply quotes for 25 of these scholarship contests and say, Hey mom, I applied for 25 scholarships. I can't believe I'm not winning any, winning any. Those I don't even really consider scholarships. I consider them contests for a scholarship that it needs an essay. It needs a letter of recommendation or something. It needs um, to show your talent like photography and you submit a photo, that sort of thing. So I would not even count those as real scholarships, but I also say, you know, spend five minutes and go ahead and try to, win, you never know. Somebody has to win, right? For finding scholarships, you know, there are just a couple of, well, I have about 10 scholarship websites that I really like, but I tell people pick two or three and stick with them. Fastweb.com is a good one. And people say, oh, I never win anything from Fastweb. Well, you don't win from Fastweb. You fill out your profile 100% completely. I interviewed a lady who was in charge of um, a division of Fastweb. I did a Twitter chat with her several years ago. And she had so many good tips. You know, you fill out your profile completely. If you're not sure of your major, say you're not sure if you want to be an engineer or a chemist, you put chemistry and engineering because you'll get more matches. You update it every year to show that you're now a high school senior or a a college freshman. You fill your profile out completely. You get used to the delete button and you look for the scholarships that are real true scholarships. You know, you click out of FastWeb and into the organization, the the website of the organization that has the scholarship. So you're not applying at FastWeb. They're finding the scholarships that that supposedly they match you with. Now, a lot of them, I remember some with my sons thinking, why does it, they're sending me a scholarship for kids who live in Kansas and we live in Michigan. So this is delete. You know, you just get used to deleting them, deleting them. Uh, JLV College Counseling is a great one. TUN, the University Network Network, is another one. I have a whole list um, in my scholarship guide of trusted websites that I like to use. But the main thing is you sign up for a few and you get used to using those same websites over and over and not you could sign up for all 10 thinking i'm going to find so many scholarships but you're going to get overwhelmed with email with spam with just too much and then you know kids i mean i get overwhelmed and for students to get you know 50 emails a day saying you have to apply for this scholarship it's too much and they're just gonna they're just not going to do it at all do a lot of the services overlap do they have the same scholarship? You know, sometimes they do, but I've found scholarships on, especially JLV. It's my favorite one. She puts out a list every Saturday, and I share it on my Facebook page. And I find scholarships in there that I haven't found anywhere else that I haven't seen, say, on FastWeb. But then it's also FastWeb seems to find more scholarships that are more local to you, the Michigan scholarships for us, or you know, our county, the ones in our county. JLV is not a database as far as they don't match you up. She just scared, she, and her, she, I say G because her name's Jessica Velasco. She's the person in charge of it. She puts together lists of scholarships that are more open to more students instead of like very specific, like, you know, you have to be left-handed or whatever. They're open to more students. And so 
you go on there and you just go through the list every Saturday. I would spend about half an hour every Saturday going through it, jotting down the ones that my kids might be able to qualify to apply for, moving on if they didn't. Mm, that's good advice. Um, how can parents best help their students in this scholarship application process? Yeah, so you know, it really is like my angle. I mean, that is what worked for me. And so my number one tip for parents is to work with your kids, partner with them. Because, you know, I kind of like to liken it to driving a car. So when our kids want to drive a car and they've never driven before, we don't just hand them the keys and say, okay, go drive, go drive. We don't do that. I mean, that's crazy. I've done, been through three kids. Anyways, what we do is we help them. We teach them. We're there with them. We show them. We model what's wrong, what's right. And it's the same thing with scholarships because kids get intimidated. They don't know what to do. They don't feel like they're good enough. We are the ones that can point out their strengths to them. If there's a scholarship essay they, they're having trouble finding the words for, you know, sit down with them and say, okay, this is what you're really good at. You know, this is what this teacher says about you. This is what I've seen you do. You know, when you were volunteering last Saturday, this is what the kids said about you, that sort of thing. So my number one tip is for parents, partner with your kids, work with them in this process. The second tip would be do your research. I've done a ton of it. You could use my research. It's all right there in one ebook or do your own research, but learn what the judge is like, because there are definite things you can do to a scholarship application that will get your application and your essay noticed by the judges. So research. And then the third one is to start now, right where you are. Just like I mentioned before, don't look back and say, oh, we're way too late. Start right, right where you are and go forward. Good stuff. What is something that students need to be aware of when applying for scholarships? Oh, let's see. Well, be aware that the essay is the most important part of a scholarship application, but it's not just to write one. You need to write it well. You need to learn how to start with a hook. You know, I have, I actually have a scholarship that I offered to students and last summer, it's due in July, I had 610 applications. So I read 610 essays and my prompt, my my essay prompt is how will you spend your summer vacation? It's kind of different, but I'm telling you nine times out of 10, the first sentence for all of the essays was, in my summer vacation, I am going to. They spit the prompt right back. Don't do that. You need to start, start with something exciting, something different, something, maybe a story or something that you're doing that's impressive or that you're really, really proud of. Don't spit back the prompt. So. You know, that's one of the things that students need to do is to use real life stories and real experiences in their essays um, to capt captivate their audience. And, you know, you want the judge to want to read your essay, not because they have to, but because they want to. And they kind of kind of piques their interest. It's like, oh, what, where's this where's the student going with this? Or I wonder, you know, if you start with a story, they want to know the end of the story. So that's one of my, my tips as far as um, when applying for scholarships. And also, you know, there's a 30 second it's almost like, you know, when you're applying for a job, it's a first impression thing. And even with your resume, it's a first 30 second look. Everything needs to be neat in order in the right. If it's, you know, specified that it needs to be turned in in a certain way. A lot of online scholarships now you have to upload your documents and they'll tell you in the subject line of the email, you need to put this. Well, you need to follow directions. Follow directions to a T. I've done a lot of interviewing of scholarship judges. It's what I absolutely love to do because they just, I love finding out, you know, kind of picking their brains. And the number one thing they say is that students don't follow directions. 
they either say that essay has a two parts to the question. They answer the first one and not the second one. Or this scholarship is for juniors in high school only and they're seniors. Or they, they forget one right. thing or they do too much. I had, I'm not even joking, I had a seven-page scholarship resume attached to my scholarship application a few years ago. Seven pages. Wow. It's too much. It's overkill. <laughs> I mean, I love it that the student yeah. is so involved, but one page where I can just scan it, that's what, that's what you need to do. So following directions is a really, really huge tip for kids. Yeah, I think they nowadays I think they get in such a big hurry to get stuff done that they they don't read. Right, correctly. right. But there's a lot of money stuff. online there, so <laughs> they gotta be careful. Yes. But that's where parents come in too, you know. Parents could uh, uh, proofread everything. You know, have two pairs of trusted eyes. I tell parents of kids and the kids, two pairs of trusted eyes. Read over your essays. Read the applications. Make sure there's no mistakes because our eyes start to when you've read something over, over and over and over, your eyes kind of fill in. And we can, there could be a, bla a glaring mistake and you don't see it because you've read it so many times. So if somebody else reads it, they can usually pick out and find the mistake. Right. And read it out loud. That's a good tip. Yeah. Too. Yep. Read it out loud. <laughs> Definitely. What is a good goal as far as how many quality scholarships a student should try to apply for? Well, it's hard for numbers. Like we never, with my family, my three boys, we never had a certain like, you know, we're going to apply for 10 scholarships a week. We were always adding to the list, always adding to the list. Like we would say I came across a scholarship that was for, say, juniors in college, and my son was not even in college yet. I would have a special page in my notebook for scholarships for juniors in college. And so I always had all these different lists going. And so when they got to that next level, we had a list that was already going. But um, um, so we never had a set number. It was always like, you know, we're going to work on this for say 15 minutes a day. And that's another good motivator for kids is instead of saying, you know, you need to write this 1000 word scholarship essay, I would say, can you work on this essay for, essay for 15 minutes? And then a lot of times they would, my boys would start working on one and then they would keep going because they just want to get it finished. But it's, so you kind of have to ease them into that. And we never really had a set number. I just, you, we were always adding to the list. They were always working on them. I was always submitting them. I don't really know a set number. That's kind of not, not really how we did it. Did you have better luck with local scholarships versus something that was like national? Yeah, we kind of had both. My, my oldest son, ugh, I keep losing my earbud. My oldest son actually won. It was a Walmart scholarship. It was a community Walmart community scholarship, which unfortunately they don't offer anymore, but um, it was actually a national scholarship uh, through Walmart that he won. But kind of, it's kind of a mix. Uh, a couple of the scholarships, of course, they've definitely won local. They all won lots of local. And um, I think they hated me at our, our, our uh, high school awards night. <laughs> I kept calling my kids' names over and over, but it's like, well, they did the work. They were chosen. But um, you definitely apply for your local scholarships first. And then I say to branch out. You go from local and then go to your scholarships offered to students in your own state and then kind of go maybe for your region and then go for, you know, scholarships for kids in, who are going into certain majors or have certain strength, like volunteering, that sort of thing. So local definitely first, but then don't don't discount the bigger scholarships because somebody has to win those, like I said. And if you have a really good hook, you know, there are three scholarship essays that you're going to find over and over scholarship questions you're going to see over and over. And they are, let me see. Oh, how have you helped your community? Or how have you helped make your community a better place? Why should we choose you to win our scholarship? And what are your educational plans and goals? 
Let me tell you, if you can get your kids right. to write those three essays in a way that they're captivating, they're interesting, they're truthful, it's a good story, heartfelt, they can reuse those essays for all kinds of scholarships, and that saves a ton of time. Of course, just be careful. I mean, one might want 600 words, one might want 500, so you have to kind of adjust. But the main right. goal, the main questions, you're going to see over and over for scholarships. Did you find that the more you did this, like the more practice you got at applying for scholarships, the better you got and the more you won? the higher your percentage of winning was? Yeah, well, it all depends on the kids. You know, my oldest son, uh, he was an aerospace engineer, so he was an engineering major. And so we seemed to find a lot more scholarships for him, um, and he did very well. And then my middle son, he didn't know what he wanted to do. And so it was a little trickier because he went from, he was going to do sports management, then he thought about engineering and then business, and then he actually graduated with a dietetics uh, major, which is completely <laughs> different. So it was a little bit more challenging because we really had to look for scholarships that are based on his strengths and what he was already good at, what he liked to do versus a certain major, if that makes any sense. Right. And if you're applying for a scholarship and you're in a position like he was in where he really didn't know what he wanted to do, you can just give your best guess. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because they're not going to take the scholarship right. away. Yeah. And that's a really good point. Because later on, he told me when he was a sophomore in college, he thought, oh, maybe I want to do engineering. And I'm thinking, I wish you would have told me that because there were a lot of scholarships for engineering and some of them were just one year scholarships. But, you know, if you take some engineering classes and you think you're going to declare engineering, you absolutely can apply for those scholarships. And unless they're like some just giant scholarship that's a four-year, that they check your grades every year and they want to see what you're doing, which is pretty rare, then it's okay. You change your major. Kids change their majors. It's, it happens all the time. Yeah, probably more of them change than don't. Exactly. And a lot of them don't know what they're, don't know what they're going to do right out of high school. And that's okay. I remember being in that phase myself. Yeah. <laughs> I just read an article just a couple of days ago about Josh Allen, uh, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills that was just playing on Sunday. Was it Sunday? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He sent a thousand emails to college football programs asking them to give him a, sh a chance, and only two colleges uh, offered him a scholarship. But I just thought, what a what what a great. Uh, example of persistence. Right, I did see. I did see that, and then uh, shame on those that didn't <laughs> pick him up. But you know, he was persistent, and he knew what he wanted, and he kept going for it. So yeah, that was that was a great story. Yeah. So if you don't get the first couple scholarships, or the first, you know, the first fifty scholarships. I mean, he applied for a thousand. He he sent a thousand emails. Right. Right. Because he believed in himself. Yeah. You know, it yeah. kind of drives me crazy because I, I, I'm very visible on Facebook. I have my own page and group and I'm in a lot of parent groups of co for college bound kids. And I, I see a lot of negativity as far as scholarships. You know, I, these parents like, oh, they're just a waste of time. My, my kid applied for 45 scholarships and didn't win any. Don't waste your time. They're better off getting a part-time job, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, while I do agree, kids need part-time jobs. My kids did both uh, part-time jobs and scholarships scholarships are out there and you can win them, but you really, and I, I just, I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse sometimes. Sometimes you have to apply what I call it applying smart. You need to apply smart. You need to learn what works and use it instead of like, like, like I did that first, you know, first few scholarships for my older son, when I said, go ahead and apply for scholarships and just left them all by himself without doing any background, you know, getting any research. I didn't know what I was doing and he didn't either. So Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, we we call our oldest son. We call him the experimental model because we <laughs> we made all the mistakes with him. Right. Um. So yeah, he was he was your experimental. Right. Model. right exactly. But you know what? He just like I just it just has changed all of our lives. I mean, I look back and you know, just a few weeks ago we got. Oh, I checked in my son's tuition account to see how much our second semester would cost at University of Michigan. You know how much it cost? How much? It cost zero, and they sent him $1,250 that was over and above because of all his scholarships, and he can use that for his off-campus apartment. So I'm just like, this is like so amazing that this it, it works, and it worked for all three of my kids. We didn't take out any parent loans at all for all three of our kids. Right. That's an awesome way to start your life with no debt. No debt. You know, these kids, they're graduating from college and with so much debt, I I call it, it's like they have a house payment, but they have nowhere to live. But that's how big their debt is. And, you know, my oldest son, he's been married for three years now and him and his wife, they live in in the Seattle area. They were able to buy a house last fall. And, you know, she has debt. We laugh because he, he inherited her debt. But, you know, they could have the double debt. They could have had his student debt and her student debt. And they only have hers. I think she's pretty much paid it off now. Um, because they really worked on that but it is a gift it's a complete gift to give to your kids but it doesn't it does take time i'm not going to say that because you read all my scholarship strategies it's going to take you five minutes it it takes time and dedication but it's worth it right but if you consider how many hours they really spent doing it divided by how much they won in scholarship money it was a pretty sweet yes part-time exactly job. <laughs> yes it is definitely yeah could you tell us uh, some of your success stories? Oh, absolutely. So there's this dad, his name is Rob, and he found me through Facebook. And his daughter, a few years ago, was in middle school. And he purchased my scholarship guide and started researching and using my strategies. And he started taking pictures, literally, of checks that his daughter had won and sending them to me through Facebook Messenger. Like, look, she won another one, and here's another one, and here's another one. And, oh my gosh, this girl. It's it's just so exciting. Middle school people, there are scholarships out there. And a lot of those are more like, um, there's writing contests and that sort of thing for middle school kids, but they are out there. And they'll either send the checks right to the the families to put away for when their students are ready for college, or they'll hold the money. And then when you're ready for college and you have an acceptance letter, that's what you show to prove that you are going to college, and they'll send that money right to the college. So that's one of my uh, really, I I just love, this would crack me up because I'm like, oh, bing, there's another (laughs) email or another message from Rob. I hope it's another check. And it was. But this other one, uh, this this is pretty recent. this young girl, her name is Cheyenne, and she's actually, she's, I believe, a sophomore, or is she a freshman in college, and picked up the phone, and, and she called me about a month ago, and she, and I thought, I had seen her on my Facebook group, or my Facebook, yeah, my group, actually, which is for parents, but somehow she slipped in because I thought she was a parent, and she was winning all these scholarships, and she was going on and on about how much, you know, she loved my strategies and this and that, and then she wanted to talk to me. So I'm like, sure. So we talked on the phone and I said, Cheyenne, how old are you? She's like, well, I'm 19. I'm in college. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. And she's on her own. She has her own apartment. She's using using my strategies and that's how she's paying for college. So it's just, it's so exciting when I get the emails and the messages and the phone calls from people who have used my strategies and have won scholarships because it's life-changing for a lot of people. For You know, I tell the parents, when the kids win, the parents win. Right. Because it's less tuition that we have to pay, right? It's less yeah. loans we have to take out. It's a, then it's a lot less stress on the whole yeah. family. Yeah. Those are great stories. Thank you. All right. Is there anything else you want to add? 
go for it, you guys. I mean, the money's out there. I just don't listen to some of the naysayers. It drives me up a wall. I feel like I don't want to say it over and over, but kids can win scholarships, but do your research. And where could our listeners find you? Oh, okay. So I have a, uh, well, I'm very visible on Facebook, but I also have a website and it's how to, with the number two, winscholarships.com scholarships.com and I have a very active scholarship blog and there's all kinds of free information on there as far as tips and how to write a good essay that sort of thing I also have my scholarship guide ebook I have one for parents and one for students and something new that I just uh, just in the last month or so I have a scholarship toolkit organizer which I call it and it's basically a very very detailed and different Google Sheets spreadsheet to keep track of scholarships that will last you for years. Like I said, I would have lists of scholarships for my kids as they got older. And this is a place, it's even more detailed. You know, my youngest son won five renewable scholarships. And I realized last year, last spring, when we had to submit things for all five of them to show that he did the things that he needed to do to keep those scholarships and for them to send the check again the next year, and it got very confusing for me <laughs> because it was just a lot. It was just too many things. So right. I started developing developing the spreadsheet and putting these things on there. And, you know, one of the problems is, you know, what does the student need to do to keep this scholarship? When do they submit it? Who do they submit it to? Who's the contact name? That sort of thing. So my website, howtowinscholarships.com. My Facebook page is just how to win college scholarships. And I also have a private group for parents called Scholarship Help and College Talk for Parents on Facebook. Awesome. We'll be sure to have the links for those in the show notes. Uh, thank you so much for coming on with us today, Monica. Your talk was so helpful. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Hey, I know many of us are not able to get out there and do all the fun stuff that we normally do. If you haven't checked it out yet, we have come up with the great free resource and idea list with 25 activities that you can do with your teen. You can find it by going to raisingconfidentteens.com slash 25 skills or we'll have a link for that in the show notes also. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you have a great week.